everybody. Howdy, buzzards. This is Macy. This is Nicole. And you're listening to Buzz Killers. Mini. Mini. <laughs> it's a mixer mini. <laughs> mixer I, minis all month long, y'all. Know, I don't know what that laugh was, and I'm going to apologize for that now. <laughs> I was like, ha, 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 And she did, like, <laughs> arms with it and everything. <laughs> really glad we don't videotape these recording sessions i mean i feel like some people might like that i don't know they probably would but we're not doing that yet i'm awkward not until um this is like mostly full-time probably because i don't have time to set up a video camera ain't nobody got time for that if we got peeps on patreon maybe we'd think (laughs) about it Hit our Patreon up if you want to see recorded video. And guys, all month long, we announced this to our Patreons, but obviously our um, the, the people who are not on Patreon. Did I put too much alcohol in that? I just got like, I didn't mix, mix it up a little because I put it I at the bottom. Definitely didn't stir it enough because okay. I just got like a huge mouthful. <laughs> okay. I was like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't feel like I put that much in. Okay. So guys, this was announced on our Patreon last week. If you are a Patreon this month's episodes, all of the minis get released to you on Fridays instead of Sundays. So everybody who's a Patreon gets to hear our d- beautiful voices two days early. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> Patreon perks, bitches. Yeah. So if you want to hear these sooner rather than later, go do that. It's only $2 for the highest tier. We are cheap dates. So that's uh, patreon.com slash buzzkillers podcast podcast <laughs> <laughs> Yep. <laughs> anyway guys t- since today is a mixer mini we are not drinking wine we are drinking mixers Woo! so we didn't really know what to do and i had some um leftover coffee from this morning so we made boozy coffee with amaretto it's delicious it is delicious and it has skeleton ice cubes in it yes well skulls not a full skeleton that would be cool though that would be crazy oh i gotta tell tyler he bought me the skulls for christmas if he can find ones that are like bones oh my god that would be hilarious then there's like a skull and bones in the drink guys whenever we drink mixer minis we always if if it requires ice we always put skull ice cubes in it yep because they're so cool because i would take a picture but they like they don't float upright yeah they flip with the face down with the (gasps) face down to the water I just got an idea. We got to put the ice cube in the glass. We'll sit it so it's like right side up and we'll take like a video and we'll pour the alcohol over it and we'll do like a slow-mo. Smart. See, this is why I'm in business with Nicole, you guys. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) so as you know, Mixer Minis, hometown Mixer Minis all month long. So every case that we're doing this month is a case from one of the various towns we've lived. Mm-hmm. This very first one we're doing today is from my hometown of Schenectady. Well, second one. No, my first one. Oh, your first one. Yeah. I thought he said the first of the month. Oh, I thought I said uh. my first one. I'm sorry. If I said first of the month, that's not true. <laughs> that's Nicole's. She did a Rochester <laughs> one. I was like, wait a second. I thought we reversed the order. No, I. Guys. I'm tired. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, guys. So this case is a major bummer. <laughs> major bummer. Uh, so we will live up to our name today. 
Major bummer. Major bummer. Buzz killers. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is the case of Mary Beth Tinning and the mysterious deaths of all nine of her children. Nine. Yeah. One of them was adopted, but we'll get there. We Okay. So. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Mary Beth Rowe, Tinning is her married name was born on September 11th of 1942 in Dwaynesburg, New York, which is a small town outside of the Albany area. Hmm. Um, her father was Alton, Alton, Alton Rowe, and he fought in World War II and worked uh, for GE, if you guys don't know what that is, General Electric, as a press operator when he returned from the war. And her mother, Ruth, um, worked various jobs while Alton was overseas mm-hmm. and continued to work even after he was home. Um, Mary Beth and her brother were often left by themselves or sent to various family members' homes um, while her parents were away and working. And some sources said that Mary Beth believed that she was a unwanted child of some sort, that some family member had told her that, like, only her brother was really wanted and she wasn't. And, like, that's really fucked up. Why would you say that to a kid? Anyway. Um, hey, sweetheart, I didn't want you. <laughs> there were there were some sources that said that um, she tried to commit suicide a couple of times when she was oh, young, but I couldn't find that very verified. I only found it like really in one source. So mm-hmm. I said sources. Sorry, one source said that couldn't find it verified. So okay. take it how you will. But according um, to people who knew her and to family members, her parents were pretty emotionally unavailable. Mm-hmm. So like. She just, I don't think it was that they didn't love her. They just, like, didn't know how. They that like make sense? weren't ready to raise a child. Yeah, and they, like, like were, they just weren't. Didn't know what to do. With, yeah, yeah. So, um, she did tell police, obviously, because this is, you know, she murdered people. Um, <laughs> she did tell police at one point that her fa- father f- physically abused her as a kid. saying that he would lock her in a closet and beat her um but later recanted this so you're not really sure if that's true um and classmates of hers when she went to school reported that she didn't have many friends but always wanted attention and was like doing things constantly to like make her the center of attention She graduated um, from Dwaynesburg High School in 1961 and worked various kind of odd jobs before landing a job as a nurse assistant at Ellis Hospital in Schenectady. Guys, I'm not really sure. Maybe my parents will call me back in the next, like, 10 seconds, but I think I was born at Ellis Hospital. So, wee! <laughs> um, I know where that is. It's a true home story. Yeah. <laughs> Ellis Hospital is in Schenectady, New York. Um, Mary Beth met Joe Tinning. In 1963, um, on a blind date with friends, um, they dated for a couple of years and got married in 1965. Uh, Joe was a quiet, well-mannered guy who also worked at GE. Mm-hmm. If you guys don't know, people who work at GE make up a lot of the community in Schenectady yeah. in various ways. So there you go. Um, so very shortly after getting married, their daughter Barbara was born on May 13th of 1967. And they had a son, Joseph Jr., who was born on January 10th of 1970. So very quickly started having a family. She always Mm -hmm. said that, like, she wanted to be a wife and raise kids. 
everything seemed to be going well until her father died in October 1971 of a major heart attack. Oh. Um, she rushed to his bedside to be with him because she kind of like was always craving their attention. Yeah. Never really got it. And he died without even saying he loved her. And she was devastated. Are you? Wait. In her life or just like in that moment? In that moment, I think. Okay. I, I mean, I'm not sure in her life, but definitely not in that moment. I mean, I'm sorry. I would want my mother to be like, I love you. I'd be like, okay, mom, I love you too. You can go now. Don't make me cry. <laughs> I don't even want to think about that. I was going to say. Mama sad, V, never die. Sad thoughts. Moms are invincible and that's Mama it. Mama V, I'm going to give you. End find of story. Out, I'm going to find out a way to keep you alive forever. Okay. Um, <laughs> I think she was pregnant at this time mm-hmm. because very shortly after in December of 20, uh, December 26th of 1971, her daughter Jennifer was born at St. St. Claire's Hospital, which is also in Schenectady. They're like blocks from each other, like or maybe not blocks, but like a couple miles. They're not far. Um, Jennifer was born with a severe infection that doctors diagnosed as meningitis. Mm. Um, there were some sources that said that Tinning had attempted to induce her labor early so that Jennifer would be born on Christmas Day like Jesus. But Jesus uh- was actually not born on christmas day they don't know when he was born so um but in doing this she had instead given jennifer the infection how what did she do to try and induce labor i don't know i couldn't find that anywhere but probably something not good i was gonna say i i'm really i don't like i don't want to google this but i want to google this and i want to know what the hell you have to do to try and induce labor that would cause your baby to be born with meningitis I don't know. It's weird. Oh, God, that's crazy. Um, Jennifer passed away, sadly, in the hospital on January 3rd of 1972. She didn't even go home. Um, And this death, this child's death, Jennifer's death, um, was never seen as suspicious, really, because Jennifer had been sick from birth and never left the hospital. Oh. Attendees at Jennifer's funeral said that it was more like a social party and that um mary beth seemed to like the attention of those who were sympathizing with her oh god can you say munchausen by proxy munchausen by proxy (laughs) um everybody now (laughs) and this is when investigators believe kind of the catalyst for what transpired yeah um because her father dies Mm -hmm. and he says he doesn't say goodbye. He doesn't say he loves her, whatever. And then two months later, her baby dies. I, it was like just too much. Yeah. And so, but also, she craved attention. So, here we go. This is where stuff gets hairy, friends. I'm going to go through this really, really quick, and it's going to be real depressing. So, bring it on. Two weeks after Jennifer's death, on January 20th of 1972, Joseph Jr., who was two years old at the time, was admitted to Ellis Hospital. Mary Mary Bleth Beth claimed that he was suffering from seizures at home and had choked in his own vomit. Doctors never... Let let me just say all of this. All of the things that Mary Beth says happens to the kids, the doctors never see. Never. 
Just putting that out there. Okay. Mary Beth claimed that he was suffering from seizures and was choking on his own vomit. He stayed at the hospital for several days um, before doctors kind of determined that he was fine and they sent him home. Within hours, Mary Beth returns to the hospital with Joseph Jr. dead in her arms. He was dead on arrival. What? D-O-A. Do, um, she told doctors that she had laid him down for a nap and that when she came back, he was tangled in his bed sheets and blue. Um, no autopsy was performed, but doctors determined that he had died of a cardiopulmonary arrest, um, which is a sudden loss of blood flow resulting from the failure of the heart to pump effectively. Um, but no autopsy was performed. This was not seen as suspicious. Nobody reported it. She went on with her life. She said he was tangled in the bed sheets and blue, yet he died from heart issues. Yep. Um, and you're not going to perform an autopsy? Nope. Are you kidding me? This just gets more frustrating. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Bring it on. I'm not on ready. Bring March it on. <laughs> 1st of 1972. So January, March. So it was not very long. You said it was 20, Joseph died 20 days after the funeral for the baby? Um, so he, I think so. I think so, because she passed away on January 3rd. And okay. he he was admitted to the hospital on January 20th. So that's like a couple oh more God. weeks, but from the funeral, that would make sense. Okay, I'm weeks. sorry. By baby number three, I'd be like, um, something's wrong. Lock up her hoo-ha. Okay. So on March 1st <laughs> of 1972, Barbara her oldest daughter mm-hmm. who was five at the time is admitted to ellis hospital i don't know mary beth said that she was suffering from convulsions which again doctors never saw the doctors wanted to keep barbara for observation but tinning refused and was back within a few hours again barbara went into a coma and died they attributed her death to ray syndrome which is a rapidly worsening brain disease. Symptoms include vomiting, personality changes, confusion, seizures, and loss of consciousness. Death occurs in 20 to 40% of those affected, and about a third of those who survive are left with a significant degree of brain damage. And they came to this conclusion because of what she told them. Mm-hmm. Um, this these is are, never proven. These are the worst doctors in the history of doctors. <laughs> this is never proven because there was no autopsy. Oh, my God. Oh, um, uh, yep. Go ahead. The police were called by someone. I couldn't could not determine who um, after Barbara's death. But uh, after speaking with doctors, police did not look into the matter further. Doctors said, yeah, she died of race syndrome and they left it at that. Everybody's going on the word of a psychopath. <laughs> so let's just talk about this. Three kids of Mary Beth Tinning and Joe Tinning are dead. Their son, Timothy. Okay, I just got one question. Sure. Where the fuck's Joe? (laughs) Yeah, where the fuck is Joe? Is this a question I get answered because like. No. Oh, for the love of shit. Everybody was concerned about why he was not concerned. I was just going to say, is this man just like a walking penis that impregnates his wife and does literally nothing else? I don't know. He literally seemed to be fine with the fact that his kids are dying very rapidly within months of each other what if he was helping i don't think he was 
but I think that he was literally oblivious. He was working, and he would just take her word for it. He believed his wife. We're going to talk about him a little bit later, so hold on. You know, hold that thought. we got to give him credit for his love and his devotion. devotion. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so their son, Timothy, so child number four, is born on Thanksgiving Day of 1973. Take it away. He is brought to the hospital on December 10th. Oh, for the love of shit. He is dead on arrival. What? Uh, Mary Beth claimed that she found him unresponsive in his crib, and his death was attributed to SIDS, which is sudden infant death syndrome. I've heard of that. Um, this is when doctors started to think that the Tinnings had some sort of like, they called it a death gene, that like the two of them together just did not produce healthy children. Yeah. They literally didn't even think anything about it being from at home. They just thought that like these kids were dying from something in their genes. So weird. But I'm going to punch these doctors, all of them in the face. Yeah. Every single if they're one. alive. So. I hope so. Um, <laughs> family members though, began to notice that Mary Beth would get upset when she felt like she wasn't receiving enough attention at the funerals. It's not about you. And other family get-togethers. Oh, my God. Yeah, exactly. And here we go with something crazy. In 1974, Joseph Tinning was admitted to the hospital and was diagnosed with barbiturate poisoning. His symptoms were near fatal. Mary Beth later confessed she had taken barbiturates from her friend's epileptic daughter and laced Joseph's grape juice with them. Are you fucking with me right now? Joe did not press charges. What? And the couple later admitted that their relationship was suffering at the time of the poisoning. No shit, Sherlock. <laughs> oh my God. I know. Crazy. And he's still at the end of all of this thinks she's innocent. Yes. <laughs> I to told you this case made me so angry <laughs> I'm gonna have to put a warning at the beginning of this episode that's gonna be like turn your volume down Nicole's gonna break your speakers with her <laughs> freaking high pitched voice <laughs> so in March of 1975 their son Nathan is born by the fall of 1975 he is dead oh my god he had passed away in the car while out with Mary Beth he was driving in the front seat with her question mark when she noticed he wasn't breathing. Like, what? First of all, no. Um, <laughs> Just, a, no. Doctors believe that he, had a, he, that he had passed from an acute pulmonary edema, which is a condition involving fluid buildup in the lungs. Um, okay, how did they prove this? Did they actually do an autopsy, or did they just say, like, oh, this is, this is what happened, and they didn't do anything to prove it? Yeah, they didn't do anything. I hate it. these people so much. I am full of rage. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, by uh, so in august so a bunch of years go by three years go by to be exact august 1978 mary beth and joseph adopt a newborn that they had been fostering named michael michael is fine for a while october 29th of 1978 so that same year their daughter mary Frances is born in january of 1979 mary Frances is bought brought to the er and Mary, Bre Mary Beth claimed that she was having seizures. This uh, woman is not creative. Hospital, the hospital staff revived her. 
but she returned a month later in full cardiac arrest. Um, she was once again revived, but at this point had suffered irreversible brain damage and two days later was taken off life support. On November 19th of 1979, their son Jonathan is born. He is brought to the hospital in March, unconscious. Because of everything that's been happening with this family, he is sent to Boston Hospital to see specialists. They could not determine a cause to what was going on and sent him back to Schenectady to go home with the Tinnings. On March 24th, 1980, he died after three days of being home. And his uh, cause of death was, once again, cardiopulmonary arrest. I'm holding in my rage now for the end. <laughs> like I said, they adopted Michael in 1978. Mm -hmm. In February of 1981, Michael fell down the stairs and suffered a concussion. But he seemed to be fine. But on March 2nd of 1981, Mary Beth brought him to her pediatrician, saying he wouldn't wake up. What? She lived across the street from the hospital and did not bring him to the hospital. She waited overnight until her pedi pediatrician's office opened to bring her dead son. Because the hospital staff was beginning to get suspicious. Are you just beginning to get suspicious. Oh my God. Yes. Oh he, my God. <laughs> he was, like I said, he was dead on arrival at the pe pediatrician's office. Um, and the, he, there was an autopsy done on Michael. Fucking finally. And it revealed that he had acute pneumonia, but not severe enough to kill him. Although that is what they cited as his cause of death. Are you shitting me right now? Um, I. Mm. Nurses. At the local hospitals, wondered why Mary Beth did not bring him to the hospital. Because, like I said, she lived across the street. And up until this point, doctors believed that her children's deaths had to do with their genetics. But they discarded this theory because Michael was adopted. Duh. Doctors and social workers at this point warned police about Mary Beth. Took you long enough, motherfuckers. On August 22nd of 1985, their daughter Tammy Lynn is born. On August, Stop er, letting this woman procreate. Holy shit. On December 20th, <laughs> Tammy Lynn dies from being smothered with a soft object. Once again, Mary Beth seemed, they didn't know this at the time. She was, she was smothered. But her death, they did not know what caused it. The fuck did Mary Beth say happened to her? She didn't say anything. Oh my I God. couldn't find what she said about this one. Once again, Mary Beth seemed a little too chipper at her daughter's funeral. Oh, dear God. And friends, family, neighbors, doctors, and nurses. <laughs> this is what I wrote. Began calling the police to support her sus behavior. To report, sorry. Her report her sus behavior. I'm just going to do an updated song here. Bitch, you suspicious. Bitch, you, you suspicious. suspicious. <laughs> Um, the Tinnings were then visited by Betsy Mannix of the Schenectady County of Schenectady County's Department of Social Services and Bob Imfeld of the Schenectady Police Department. Um, autopsies were ordered on some of the Tinning children following this, but there were no signs of abuse and a lot of their bodies were a little too decomposed 
to find anything from. Um, but on February 4th of 1986, both Mary Beth and Joe were taken to the Schenectady Police Department for questioning. And they were interrogated separately. Fucking finally. Um, Mary Beth initially denied any knowledge of their deaths, saying that they were of natural causes, but eventually confessed to the murders of Tammy Lynn, Nathan, and Timothy while in custody and signed a document saying so. She was arrested and charged only with Tammy Lynn's death because they couldn't find enough evidence to charge her with the rest. Um, this is a quote from the, um, the document that she signed. I did not do anything to Jennifer, Joseph, Barbara, Michael, Mary Frances, or Jonathan. Just these three, Timothy, Nathan, and Tammy. I smothered them each with a pillow because I'm not a good mother. I'm not a good mother because of the other children. So she's not a good mother because the other children died naturally. And so she murdered the other three. Then stop having children. If you think you're a bad mother, stop birthing kids. Oh, my God. She later confessed that she killed Tammy because she wouldn't stop crying. I'm going to kill this bitch because she won't fucking stop lying. Lead forensic <laughs> pathologist um, and member of the state's police special forensic unit, Dr. Michael Baden, determined that Tammy Lynn had died due to smothering. Um, the police had initially thought it was SIDS. That's what the hospital had said was SIDS. Um, and at this point, the deaths of her other children, all except Jennifer, are considered suspicious. On June 22nd of 1987... Uh, Mary Beth's trial began at the Schenectady County Courthouse. Let's just say Joseph has never been tried, was never charged with anything. They never looked at him with suspicion at all. No, because he like, I think that he just was oblivious and he didn't know. He just took her word for it. I'm serious. That's why. That's horrifying. Um, the defense tried to claim um, that the Tenning children suffered from a genetic defect, which is what caused their deaths. Um, and they had several doctor for doctors testify to this. But Tenning's pediatrician, Dr. Bradley Ford, testified against her. He told the court that he had re- recommended that Tenning get a specialized alarm device enabling the monitoring, monitoring of the baby's breathing and heart rate after the deaths of her other children, and she refused. Um, two other doctors testified against her. Dr. Marie Valdez DePina of Miami, Florida, um, who is the president of the SIDS Foundation, and Dr. Tom- Thomas Oram, um, the medical examiner who, perf- examiner who performed Tammy Lynn's autopsy. Both diagnosed Tammy Lynn as a smothering case. Um, they said that she had used a soft object to do that um the trial lasted about six weeks and the jury deliberated for 29 hours 29 hours Mm -hmm. holy shit during their deliberation the jurors requested that joe's testimony be read back um in his testimony joe had recounted a five-minute conversation he had had with mary beth following their interrogation they were allowed to speak to each other after they'd been interrogated and she told him, I killed Tammy. Um, she was acquitted of the account of the count of deliberately causing Tammy's death. 
She smothered her with she a pillow. She chose to smother her child. How is that not deliberate? She was charged with a depraved indifference to human life count. And convicted of second degree murder. Uh, she received a sentence of 20 years to life, which is five years less than the normal sentence for this type of conviction. And even at the end of the trial, Joe claimed that he thought she was innocent. Uh, Your wife poisoned you, you <laughs> stupid moron. I know. <laughs> she was held at Taconic Correctional Facility for Women in Bedford Hills, New York. And attempted to con- appeal her conviction after the trial because she said her confession was coerced and that there was not sufficient evidence to charge her. Um, she came up for parole six times while incarcerated and was denied every time. Good. She uh, originally maintained her innocence at her earlier parole hearings, but by two thir- 2013, she finally confessed to the parole board that she had killed Tammy Lynn. On um, August 21st, 2018, at 75 years old, uh, she was released following a parole hearing, her seventh parole hearing, mm-hmm. on Ju- in July of 2018 where she was granted parole. Uh, She will be under parole supervision for the rest of her life. Good. And let's just put this out here. Joe visited her in jail once a month for three decades. They're still married. Are you serious? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's said that she like maybe went to go live with him when she left. Do not go find these people. You don't want that. Leave them be. Even though they're... I can't. I just... (sighs) Go ahead, continue. (sighs) That's really it. Obviously, this is a big case of Munchausen by proxy. I'm angry. If you don't know what that is, Munchausen (laughs) syndrome by proxy is a disorder where the parent or caregiver, usually the mother, invents illnesses in their children and other substantial... And, and often substantiates the stories by fabricating or inducing physical symptoms. This kind of abuse has a very high mortality rate for its victims. And that's from the medium.com. The world failed in so many ways in this case. I am so mad right now. Can you see why I did not want to research this? I was just like, well, that kid's dead. Well, now this kid's dead. Nine times later. Mm-hmm. Okay, I just got, how could doctors get on the stand and testify about how a child died when all they had was what she told them and that's it? They had no autopsy report. They had no test results. They had fucking nothing. And they had the bo- they had the fucking balls to get on that stand and be like, oh, yeah, well, this is how they died. Like, no, no, no. That's how she said they died. We don't have proof of how they died because you didn't do your fucking job and actually order an autopsy like you fucking should have. You literal pieces of shit. Like, my thing is, like, one kid, okay. Two kids. Like, you know, Jennifer, something happened with that. She had the infection, whatever. That was obviously natural causes, even though she possibly tried to induce her own labor in some kind of 
fucking weird way who knows how and introduced this weird <laughs> you know infection but a second kid a third kid a fourth kid i would insist on doing autopsies at well, that point and at this point even if you think this is not murder the, you think this is natural and you think she has some kind of birth defect where are the tests yeah, because you can still do tests on the, her body. Why her did you not say, we need to run these tests on you because clearly there's something wrong with the children you're giving birth to. They are not surviving. We should check your DNA. We should check your husband's. We okay. should do all these tests. We should check the children that passed. Fucking nothing. nothing. And it's actually kind of crazy because the police chief at the time, when they did like bring them in for questioning and then were finally suspicious, called Dr. Michael Baden, who was the one who had performed her autopsy, one of her autopsies, and had said that, yes, she died from being smothered. The police chief asked him, can this many kids die from SIDS? And he said, it's almost impossible, and babies that, ha that die from SIDS aren't blue. When they die... They look like they are normal. That's why SIDS is so scary. They're not blue. There's nothing like it they almost look like they're sleeping. They just look like they're sleeping. But they're not breathing. But they're not breathing. Mm -hmm. But they're not blue. That only happens. He said that that only really happens with homicidal suffocation. I literally all they had to do was ask another doctor for his opinion. The, the entire system failed here. Yeah. I mean, obviously, the police did their job when they finally came in. But, like... But the police came in when they, they were initially called after true. one of the... Like, I think one of the, like, the third or fourth kid. And the doctors were like, no, no, no. She died of this. He died well, of this. Like, and then you've got, you've got kids dying of things that you haven't witnessed. And then on top of that, her husband comes into the hospital and he's been fucking poisoned. And you wouldn't think, hmm, there might be some kind of correlation there. Maybe I should. When I read that, that, I almost fell out of my chair. Mm. I was like, and nobody thought that she, at this point, that she could possibly be killing the kids. And he This went on for years. He stood by her. Even after that. This went on from 1967 until 1981. That man has a singular brain cell. Singular it's the only one that keeps him functioning. All opinions are the opinions of PK Creations. <laughs> I am, like, I'm sorry. How do you sit there? Even after she has come out and said, I smothered one of my children in court on the stand. Like, I did no, this. No, in, in the stand, on stand, she denied it. She signed that after she signed oh, that she confession saying she that she did it, but then at the court said that no, it was a it was a gene. They all had a genetic defect. But it was during it was during the parole hearing. Yeah. At the parole hearing okay. she finally did admit. That's what I was and thinking. And she had of. admitted it before. And it's like you still are gonna stand there and say she's innocent. She's fucking openly admitted it. People were concerned about why he was so passive about it. I really don't know if he had anything to do with it. Part of me thinks that he was just absolutely oblivious. I just, yeah. 
because he was at work and it all was happening while he was gone. So he was just taking her word for it. But then at the same time, why are all of our kids dying? Yeah. I and she would point. get big insurance checks and stuff after they died and would take would go on like shopping sprees and stuff. I'm telling you, I could have made this a, a way larger case. There's way more to this. There's a whole book by um, my, Dr. Michael Fadden that I didn't get a chance to read which I'm sure would be very interesting. If anybody's read it, please tell me. I was going to say I'd be very interested in reading that because I would like to know a little bit more. Because this is crazy. This isn't like Gypsy Blanchard where it was like years of abuse and, and, you know, like finally like this, like Gypsy had her teeth pulled out, like, you know, all of the stuff, Mm -hmm. all sick all the time. This is literally like they were born. They lived a couple of months. They're dead. Literally. Literally, Barbara... Is the oldest one of her kids and to survive. And she was five. And she was five. And honestly, at that point, it, you know, when do you just stop and, like, even, like, as the father and be like, okay, even if I think they're just genetically sick. Can we go get tests let's to see go what's wrong tests. with us? Let's not have another child and let them die. Let's find out what's going on. Like I said, he was a walking penis to her. I'm sorry. That is literally what he seems like in this story. I'm surprised that he didn't, first of all, did not press charges for being almost fatally poisoned. Seriously. And then stayed with her and continued to give her children to kill. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, obviously... He never... Aside from... Aside from admitting to killing Tammy... And Nathan and Timothy. Everything else is, quote unquote, accidental or of natural causes. Of natural causes. Officially, because they can't prove it. But it's really suspicious. <laughs> this case makes me so mad. <laughs> I Guys, I literally was researching this. <laughs> and every time I get like maybe a little farther down, I would be like, this is so depressing. <laughs> You, you told me you had to stop researching like seven times. I and like, I was like, I do not blame you now because this is well, because, okay, awful. That's me. Th- like this case was me literally giving you the bare bones. And it's like literally kid dies, kid dies, kid dies, kid dies, kid dies. Kid is born, kid dies, kid is born, kid dies. Like, yeah. That's so depressing. Rage. I'm upset. Rage against the machine. What? All I'm thinking of is um, the Attila song. Let's rage, rage, rage. I don't love know it. it. <laughs> if Aaron's listening, she knows it. Aaron definitely knows it. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, it's that's what I just kept feeling. I was like, this is fucked up. Who this- let this happen? Who let this happen? The police couldn't do anything. Like, I mean, they were called. About like right, but the doctors told them, "Nah, it's fine, dude. It's good. Everything's good." Everything's so they good. like, so like, what else <laughs> are they supposed to do? You know, like the doctors told us that she died of natural causes. They did their job. They did their due diligence. Well, you'd think that they did their jobs, but apparently they didn't fucking do their jobs. Well, the doctors didn't do their jobs. Yeah, the doctors should have I mean. been. The doctors should have been reporting that way before. The doctors, a hundred after the. 
after Joseph Jr. died, they should have been reporting I'm so it. so glad there's way more laws in place now that they'd be like, if somebody came in and was like, oh, yes, my child had a seizure and choked on their vomit and died, they would be like, okay, we're going to check that. We're going to look at that right yeah, now. Yeah, nothing was ever seen. They never saw any of these symptoms that she was claiming. Literally, it was everything that came out of her mouth. And they were just like, cool. cool we're cool. just going to trust you because they're we'll, their mother. We'll put that on the form. Thanks. Like, <laughs> fucking shit. I am so mad right now. I'm just, I could literally rant about this for 10 years. Anyway, Nicole, where can they find us? <laughs> <laughs> Hard left turn into not this case. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> As we mentioned in the very beginning of the episode, we are on Patreon, which Woo! is, ooh, excuse me, a patreon.com slash buzzkillers podcast. Oh my gosh, excuse me, coffee is getting me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we are on Facebook and Instagram at Buzzkillers Podcast. Buzzkillers Podcast. We are on Twitter at Buzzkillers Pod. Buzzkillers Pod. We are on YouTube in your little search bar. You can search Buzzkillers colon a true crime podcast. Buzzkillers colon a true crime podcast. And ladies and germs, we are now on TikTok. Yes. <gasps> We do not have any videos yet. <laughs> Guys, August has been hard. We are, like we said, last month was busy. This month is this busy. This month is busy. So we did a short month to try and catch up. We've got a lot planned for you next month. We promise. But if you go and follow that TikTok, you'll be there for when it starts because we already have a million ideas. We've been talking about it nonstop. So I just don't there. have time right now to film a TikTok video. I don't Even either. though it's like a minute. Yeah. I... <laughs> I don't have the brain. I have, like, the moment of, like, oh, that's a good idea. Back to work. (laughs) 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 But um, if you head over to TikTok, we are at Buzzkillers Podcast. At Buzzkillers Podcast. Um, And then if you would like to listen to us, we can be found on basically every streaming platform that exists. We are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, slash Audible. We are on iHeartRadio, Pandora, and our host, Platypus, Podbean. Yay! <laughs> Thanks you. Thank you to everybody for getting us to sixty eight hundred downloads. Yes, we're not to seven thousand yet, so it's not like a big post, but like and to twelve hundred followers on Instagram. Yeah. We are hitting those milestones left and right. It's super fun. Yes, we are um, so happy. <laughs> but we also just uh, that we always forget we have a website. <laughs> Yes. Buzzkillerspodcast.com. Buzzkillerspodcast.com. Read a little bit about us. Check out the wines we drink. Um, you can listen to us and um, you can also hit us up. We have a little contact page. Fill out our little form. Send us a nice little message. Hit us up. Tell us monthly topics that you'd like to hear about. Tell us cases that you want us to cover. You know, give us your own personal stories. Send us some love. We are here for any and all of it. Even if you just want to say a little hello, we'd be like, woohoo, hey! Um, <laughs> hello, friend. And if you don't want to use the website, you can email us directly at buzzkillerspodcast at gmail.com. Buzzkillerspodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> anyway, that's it, guys. We'll be back at you next week. With another hometown mini. Another major bummer. <laughs> another major bummer. I have like this image in my head of like this little caricature of a major and their little name tag just says bummer. Oh my <laughs> he's like, God. And he's like saluting. Major bummer. <laughs> major bummer. <laughs> Reporting for duty. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> hometown minis. <laughs> Colon major bummer. <laughs> 
He came to town. He came to town. He came to town and he's staying for the month. <laughs> yeah. My next one's a bummer. Nicole's yeah. second one is a bummer. Yeah. All of them are bummers. They are. This is kind of a sad month. We're sorry. Yeah. But I don't uh, know why. <laughs> I feel like every case is sad, but these ones have been particularly I know, sad. I know. And I, I don't know if it's because when we do the minis, we just kind of hit like the bigger Major details. Points. And that tends to be the really sad details. So it's, <laughs> I don't know. But it's, yeah, this has been a sad month. Yeah. But anyway, Major Bummer came to town, guys. Sorry. <laughs> stick with us because next month is going to be a blast. I know. We're so excited about next month. We already I planned it. We've actually planned like the next four months. Yeah, we like had we a moment of like, we should do this. Oh, but we could do this for this month and then this for this month. And we then have we until like, November planned, I think. I think so. December is the... We need to write it down because... No, I remember. Okay, I would say I, my brain can remember through October. I remember. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> I I'm like, all of a sudden I'm like, ah, what? No, I remember. <laughs> Don't worry. Anyway, guys, don't be a buzzkill. Be a buzzard. We love you. Bye. Bye. This episode is brought to you by BK Creations, LLC.